This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Denver's home for today's comedy. Comedy 1031. It's a big mic. And on the line, we have a comedian, a writer, an actress who is making her way to the Mile High City this Saturday at the Paramount Theater. We have Paula Poundstone. What's up, Paula? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you been? Good. I'm looking forward to coming to Denver. I find the jokes here, jokes are funnier at a higher altitude. <laughs> when there's less oxygen, it just makes people giggle a little bit more. Yes, exactly. And, and, and it also helps that you're a very funny person, so I don't think the altitude's even needed. Well, I always have a good time when I'm in Denver. So. You know, whenever we have uh, comedians uh, stop by the station, they always say that, you know, they look forward to Denver because, uh, you know, the audience just is, it's, it's always a great audience in out here. And so when you see... Uh, Denver coming up on your calendar, does it inspire any special feelings on your part? It gives me uh, uh, a, a little dopamine hit. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Sometimes I just write Denver down on a piece of a paper yeah. so that I can get that little... That little, we need everything we can get nowadays. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no such thing as cheating to get dopamine nowadays. I, I watch the news and I'm like, we're headed towards nuclear war. And, and, and it's what, like, if it wasn't for you comedians, uh, some of us would probably be going mad right now. Well, I try to look on the bright side of all these things. And I do think that, uh, you know, if we go to nuclear war, it's going to bring back folk music. Yep. <laughs> and I love folk music, so I'm in. You got to look at the positive spin on things. Exactly. You got to find that silver lining uh, and like you said you know it's so it's so crazy just in the past year um you know whether it's politics or whether it's one thing or another that you know that there's so much like, like negativity that's in the hemisphere um but what's great is like whenever you go to a comedy show and you sit there it all kind of just goes away like it just uh you know, it gives you a chance to laugh. It gives you a chance to see that you know, there's different people that have different sense of humor or different points of view, but they all can laugh at the same kind of thing. No, we do have, you know, there's that laugh of recognition. You know, when I used to um, tell stories about raising my, my son, for example, who's now uh, he's 18, which is, of course, <laughs> just a blight on the earth. Yeah. That is. But, uh, you know, that laugh of recognition. Yeah. And, you know, parenting can be one of the most lonely jobs in the entire world, oddly, because you always think it's just me, it's only us. Yeah. You know, this doesn't happen to anybody else. And then, of course, you know, you get, uh, you know, you get talking about it with other people, and that, that, that laugh of recognition tells you that, no, you're not yeah. the only one. <laughs> and, and raising a boy, I'm telling you, I have two daughters as well, but raising a boy, it's just the most grueling experience. Uh, they're, they're, he, they argue. Just about everything. Anything and everything. Just every, and there are nights where after he goes to bed, I go into my room and complete my sentences. <laughs> Backs up on you otherwise. So we have uh, Paula Powell on the line. She's at, uh, going on the Paramount Theater this weekend. You can get your tickets at Comedy1031.com. And so obviously you've been staying busy on the road, but you're even more busy. Just a month ago, uh, you released your new book, The Totally Unscientific Study of the Search for Human Happiness. Uh, what, what inspired you to write that book? Because didn't you do it over several years? It took me several years uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, 
some of the, every chapter is an experiment doing something I or other people thought would make me happy. Uh-huh. And each chapter is written as an experiment with the hypothesis and the conditions and the variables and the qualitative and quantitative observations and hopefully the funniest field notes ever written. Um, but for <laughs> me, the real question, well, it wasn't whether I would enjoy doing something. The question was, what could I do that would give me a bounce, you know? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I returned to my regular life, I had an umbrella, if you will, for the inevitable on and off reins of one's daily life. So the analysis of each chapter is, you know, just the story of, of, of my regular life, the story of raising a house full of kids and animals, the story of being a stand-up comic for a living, the story of just being stuck being me 24 hours yeah. a day. You know, it's a memoir, which I get to keep writing because I'm not dead yet. But um, it, it's, it, I figured that d- doing these experiments would be a good playground for writing jokes because the book's number one job um, is to be funny. And hopefully it pulled that off. It got, uh, it got kudos and accolades on the back from um, Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke. Nice. And, uh, uh, yeah, my, and uh, Peter Sagal, although that's cheating, he's my boss. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, Dick Cavett, I, I mean, it, it got a good send-off. Am, am I allowed to ask if you were able to find the human happiness, or does that ruin the end of the book? Um, I don't think it ruins the end of the book. I found clues. Okay. Just say I found clues. Okay. Um, uh, I, sadly, it's not renting a Lamborghini. I uh-huh. was so hoping. <laughs> it was uh, that easy? It's, it, it, you know what? It, there were moments of fun in that, in that one, but yeah. largely... Yeah, you know, I was I I rented this. First of all, it was a ridiculous amount of money, and second of all, um, you know, every time you hit the gas, um, you, you know, you just uh, ruined the earth again. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, uh, um, and uh, when I went to do it, I mean, this is not in my price range. Trust me, I I saved up to be able to do this experiment. And yeah. my original thought was I was going to rent the. For a week, not because I really thought driving a sports car would make me happy, but that is a very American For scientific purposes, you had to find out. Exactly. I was right. Exactly. Unscientific. I'm sorry. It was for others. It wasn't for me. I, uh, so I, but my plan was to rent it for a week, you know, and I go online and I look up a place that rents fancy sports cars and, uh, and I find these numbers, you know, there's pictures of cars, right? And then underneath there's these numbers. I assumed they were some sort of serial number. They had uh, <laughs> a lot of commas in them, you know? And, uh, and then I get this guy on the phone, and he says, no, that's the price. And oh, goes, man. Oh, my heaven. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, I guess for a week. And he goes, no, that's for a day. I'm like, oh, my God. But, and then, you know, I signed all these papers saying, yeah, if anything happens, you know, I'd be liable for it, knowing full well that if anything happened to that car, my life is over. <laughs> if anything happens to that car, you're disappearing. Yeah, yeah. This is, I, this is a true story. I swear I'm not making this up. So I'm filling out forms and filling out forms at this place in Beverly Hills, you know, renting the car and, you know, signing things. And there's a lovely woman who's, you know, sort of telling me what it is that I'm signing. And, and mostly I'm thinking it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, you know, it's all over if I, if I you know, get in a wreck in this car. And, 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 uh, and, and then she comes in, you know, it's a lot of, you know, this is the California blah, blah, blah fee, and this is the federal blah, blah, blah fee, whatever it is, right? And she comes across a fee, I swear I'm not making this up, that was 75 cents. And with no irony at all, she goes, you know what? Um, you don't have to pay that. We'll, we'll float that. <laughs> well, I said, thank you. And they don't just waive that for anybody, Paula. No, 
no, I had bronchitis. <laughs> there was no question in my mind I made that happen with the force of my personality. <laughs> I got 75, 75 cents off on my 24-hour rental of a Lamborghini. Well, that, uh, that dropped last month. You can actually pick it up right now. And then this Saturday you're here. And then next month, as if you're not busy enough, you're releasing a new podcast, your new NPR weekly podcast live from the Poundstone Institute. That's right. I finally, for, for those who may uh, be, wait, wait, don't tell me, listeners, um, live from the Poundstone Institute, where the, the backbone uh, of the podcast is that I finally get a chance to talk to the scientists who do the studies. Um, uh, Peter Sagal on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, he's always presenting some study that he has no real, he has no real background <laughs> yeah. on. It always sounds so crazy. I'm like, who came up with that? Um, so this is a this is a chance for me to for me to talk to some of them, um, and also just uh, you know a, a quest for learning, a quest for further knowledge. That's my goal on the show is, yeah. to, is to gather all the knowledge in the world and cram it into a half an hour podcast with comedy. Well, l- l- luckily that's why it's going to be a weekly one. You- you'll get more than one opportunity. <laughs> that's right. If I miss it the first time, there it is, a second chance. Exactly. So uh, and the odds of me missing. Finding out everything there is to know is very slim. Yeah. <laughs> well, but at least you're taking baby steps. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, we, we, you know, in between all your business, we want to thank you all for making time for us over here at Comedy 103.1 in Denver. Like I said, this Saturday, it's at the Paramount Theater. Get your tickets right now. It's going to be a beautiful summer weekend. Comedy1031.com to get those tickets for Paula Poundstone. Paula, again, thanks so much. We're excited to see you this Saturday. Thanks a lot, Big Mike. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.